Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Yo, all of our hair is going to look like we're in the band A Flock of Seagulls from back in the day. Oh, my God. It is so... (laughs) I don't even have to finish that sentence. You know what's going on. Dude, Mother Nature is like a bad ex. Won't go away. Ruins my day multiple times a week. And has f***ed up my car. The show would be way less fun if their parents gave them enough attention as children. Jordan Silver and Friends. Codependency is our middle name. Just had to throw my fidget spinner almost across the room. It's all in the way. You know, keeping it messy here right now. So, this Saturday, Jukebox the Ghost and the Mowgli is going to be in town. And I've got a pair of tickets right now. If you want them, be color 5, 576-796-5. Hey, The Buzz, what's your name? Oh, my God, my name is Sarah. Am I calling number 5? You are. Holy crap, you're so excited. Oh, my God, because I call every morning, dude. Thank you so much. this is my first time winning. I don't think you can, like, even understand how excited I am. I'm, I'm just very proud of you. Do you really like yeah. the Mowgli's and Jukebox the Ghost? Yes. Oh, my gosh, I've loved the Mowgli's forever. Have you seen them yet? I haven't. I've always been, I haven't been able to go to a show. Well, I feel like I'm about to make your dreams come true. Oh, my God, you just made my morning. Oh, oh hell yeah. I think your excitement just made my morning. Let's see, what have we done already this morning? We've done Neighborhood, Catfish in the Bottleman, Foster the People. We've done Beastie Boys, Mowgli's, Jukebox the Ghost. Yep, yep, it's time for a lady. And Lauren Mayberry, lead singer of Churches, just did the keynote at South by Southwest yesterday. This is the song that, I don't know if you've been able to get this out of your head, but I haven't. 4,500 times I think I've played this in a row. It's Marshmallow featuring Churches here with me. Can I tell you something? Ah, Hello, The Buzz. What's up? Oh, hi. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? you? I'm okay. I work at 4 o'clock in the morning. I work at a bakery. So I wear gloves all the time. Mm -hmm. And every single morning, I can't call when you give away tickets because I have gloves on. (laughs) It makes me so sad. Oh, that was seriously my absolute last pair of Mowgli tickets. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I love you so much. I listen to you every day. I'm Courtney, by the way. We talked on Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. Hello, Courtney. How are you? I'm okay. Doing really well. What are you baking? What are you baking this morning? Bread and donuts and bagels and... Oh, my God. Bunch of stuff. Dream. That sounds like my carb dream. It's intense. It's hard to not eat everything. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for calling me on your break or getting your phone all yeasty. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I'm so excited. There's a lot of news. And now the Happy Pi Day, Pi, P-I, 3.14, blah, 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 blah. It's March 14th. Yes, you got it. What is pi? Well, duh, it's the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. Mm-hmm. You can celebrate with an actual pie, just so you know. Pizza is also known as a pie. Mm-hmm. How many times yesterday did you scream at your phone? That Facebook and Instagram outage was the longest in the entire 15 years that Facebook, the company that now owns Instagram, uh, has, has has happened. And when they fixed it, it went down again for a little bit, but it's up now, apparently. 
And if you're flying today, check on your flight before you go to the airport. All Boeing 737 Maxes have been grounded. Southwest and American Airlines have the most planes, so if you're flying on those, check that out. And it's really beautiful when stuff comes together for a good cause. Even though their song came out in 1997, if you check the Billboard Dance and Electronic Charts in honor of the passing of the lead singer last week, the Prodigy's Firestarter is back on the charts at lucky number 13, all because of the fans starting a group and saying, let's do this one more time. So let's do this one more time. Keys, check. Phone, check. Wallet, check. Jordan Silver and Friends, check. I've got a treat for you. I've got like a candy for you, basically. Uh, the Aces were in town last night. Oh, man. man I mm, So good. The whole show. They, how does a band sound better live than their album? I don't even know. They were so, like, musically so tight. It was insane. The crowd was amazing. The energy was just epic. So I talked to them yesterday. I remember being in this room and there was like barbecue and there was like people in costumes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't they bring yeah, us barbecue? Yeah. What's the really famous barbecue? Joe's. Joe's. Yeah. Yep. That was good Joe's. as hell. Yeah, Did you guys um, think that it was the best barbecue you've ever had? It was really good. I thought yeah, Kansas City was for sure better than like anywhere. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yes. No, that's, that's what Kansas City says. Yeah. So it's good to know I for people just, that have been I don't all over the place. I barbecue a lot. Do people think you're from L.A.? A lot of time, Is it because yeah. of being an all-female band? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's just because know. also, like, we spend a lot of time in L.A. because our label's there, and mm-hmm. we also have written with a lot of producers in Los Angeles, so. Initially, people thought we were put together and auditioned. Oh, they didn't believe great. that we were, like, oh, yeah, organically Because we're so that perfect. That is so crazy. Because yeah. <laughs> we're, we're so, so perfect. But then you, you show them a picture from 10 years ago, and you're yeah. like, um, no, yeah. we've known each other no, for we, that like, long. We, grew up together yeah. and been together for, like, was no. Label person with a bright idea behind any of it. Cool. Are you from LA? I lived there for four and a half years before Whoa. this. I'm from Maine. Wow. So somewhere I've just heard a, Maine is beautoful. You guys haven't so toured up there yet? No. My my girlfriend's obsessed with Maine. She's from Boston. Okay. She's yep. like, oh my gosh, we need to go to Maine. We need to go like do an Airbnb and vacation in Maine. So it's very clean, but there's also a lot of meth. Wow. wow. Okay. All right. So now that you know. guys are looking for that, but just oh, you're going to be nice like, diverse. Yeah. Now we know what Maine is like. You're like, this is so beautiful and clean. <laughs> that man doesn't have any teeth <laughs> and he's scratching blood. Like, it's that's just. Like, <laughs> that's like Utah. It's like the yin and the yang, the beautiful, like, little utopias, but then there's like the biggest heroin problem in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. I would like to talk about <laughs> the elephant in the room, obviously, the fact that you are an all female band. Mm-hmm. Is being called a girl band. Worse than being called an all-female band? Is there one that you prefer? I think I think it is. I feel like I don't, I, I don't feel like, like we have girl like a band preference. Honestly, versus like, I feel like it's a little different. I feel really? like yeah. I'm just tired of people using a gender pronoun as it's supposed to be insulting or it has like I all these the connotations to it. Yeah. I won't yeah. let that be. So I'm like, I'm not going to take offense to that because I'm not going to be offended that you called me a female. I feel really proud that we're female. That's what's frustrating to me. I'm not frustrated when people call us that. I'm frustrated when they call us that with an intention to put us in a box. Yeah. Right. And or that like, is what I'm like, no, knock yeah. it off. Or like, call it like almost like it's a genre of music. Yeah. Right. Like, like, the, oh, I, I don't usually like all girl bands. And like, it's what like, what does that mean? mean? Right. We're just right. a, we are just a band. Like essentially mm-hmm. we're just a band like anyone else. You know what I mean? So, right. I think it's interesting to like the stereotypes that I feel like there's more stereotypes tied to like the idea of a girl band versus like an all female band. I don't know. Yeah. For me, that's really okay. Yeah. Like a girl band, well, like you said, is I manufactured. People, yeah, people more think girl bands typically. It's like 
the Spice Girls. Like and scene. Yeah, kind of like a like scene group. Like, like all female band is more along the lines of the Runaways. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. usually a more like rock mm-hmm. oriented kind yeah. of title. But I honestly think that all of it is just kind of bullshit. Like, yeah. I honestly <laughs> don't just, care. I feel like it just gets to the point where it's like people are going to just think what they think and they're going to call you things and right. I'm just living my life. We kill it. Like, yeah. I don't care. Yeah, right. like, yeah. yeah exactly. exactly. Like, like if one of you were related to someone super famous, they would just be like always asking you about that. Yeah. How does image, <laughs> I'm going to ask one more question Go about on. this, but um, well, does image matter more with an all-female band? Is there a double standard that you've noticed in the 10 years that you've been playing music? I mean, I think we're more in a time where we're getting away from that. Yeah. And I think that if people, if that does matter, that person's going to get called out who's trying, you know, get what I mean? Cool. Yep. So it's, we're a little more protected that way being in this generation. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think for sure, I think that there are like stereotypes put on women. And yeah. I think um, people are definitely like refreshed by the way we present ourselves because we're not over the top and we're not always like perfectly glammed out with makeup and our hair done all the time. And mm-hmm. I, I think we get a lot of compliments As about that As you can see actually. right now, we look like no, you guys look fabulous. <laughs> yeah. specifically asked right this wasn't filmed today. We um, had a very early morning and we said no to filming. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's totally fine. No, do, but it's cool, yeah. Do you have any advice for female musicians now that you wish you would have known 10 years ago when you yeah. started? Be persistent. You know, like mm-hmm. that's something that's so important for us. Act, ask for the stages and ask for the spaces and just do it. Just play bass if you want to play bass. Play also, I feel like a drums. big thing as a woman in the industry that we still find challenging at this point mm-hmm. is like it's that time old thing that like every like Madonna's talked about. Everyone talks about it. Like, don't be afraid to like ask for what you want and have like people think you're a bitch mm. or something. Sorry, I probably can't say that. On no, you can totally say that. I'll, I'll be this out. I already said like three that's times so true. <laughs> because that that's the thing true. i was like don't don't be afraid that people aren't gonna like you or gonna call you a bitch because you're you're the boss and you're demanding what you want mm-hmm. obviously not saying like be an asshole like there's a good way to do things i think that's a big thing is being afraid of the men around you who have power don't be afraid to stand up to them yeah, don't be afraid of do, them thinking you're a bitch do not be afraid to be coined a diva as you get further into this industry if you don't demand what you want and like take care of yourself you will get run over mm-hmm. and almost in like a self-care way like you just won't be able to do your best and be you and like feel good about what you're doing if you don't set boundaries mm-hmm. very early yeah. and <laughs> we've definitely been referred to as like the wolves before yeah. because like we're so good at setting our boundaries okay. with our everybody everyone on our team like from the beginning they just know they can't f- around right yeah because we're just like no you did you learn that the hard way at oh, some yeah. point People without like, a long story? Steer us yeah. real heavy. I think mm-hmm. with our age too, you know, we've actually been really lucky to work with really awesome people, especially men, really awesome men mm-hmm. on our crews and different things. That definitely has come with its challenges of our age and I think a little bit being women well, that think- like we get taken advantage of sometimes yeah. and people don't totally respect our boundaries or like, oh, like the girls, like my little sisters, and it's like, no, but you like do work for us. How so. much unnecessary stress is that? You just want to yeah. play me? <laughs> yeah, like, come yeah. on, just let me play my I, damn. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it's interesting too because times where that has been taken advantage of is because we're very like compassionate and kind, like mm-hmm. loving people. And I think mm-hmm. as a woman, like you naturally are more that way. And it's kind of interesting trying to find that balance between like demanding what you want and like being the boss, and then also letting your like kind, compassionate yeah. side come through as mm-hmm. a woman. So it's like always figuring out that balance has been like kind of a challenge but i think it's really awesome that we have that too yeah. our yeah, age doesn't help sure. though too i think yeah. that's a big fact and you guys are 21 20, yeah, yeah 21 yeah. crystal and elisa your mom as <laughs> i'm going back with this one uh your mom was the original manager yeah okay <laughs> was, the <laughs> was she like a chris jenner 
Oh my gosh. She loves she, to like she, she like loves Chris Jenner. Like, I don't Does know she? why I'm like, Mom, I don't know if you should idolize Chris. I mean, she's a boss bitch, I guess, but like I was like, <laughs> Mom, I don't know if you should idolize Chris Jenner. But um she loved it. She loved being like the momager and like getting it done, but we definitely like made the right move on that transition. Cause we just <laughs> believe that family shouldn't work for you. Right. And that was my next question. When yeah. did you tell mom? You can't do this yeah, anymore. Like, and how? And how? We love you. Well, we're so close with her mom. Okay. So, like, it was very easy to be like, Mom, we love you, but we actually, we do need, like, a real manager who, like, has experience in the music industry. Did she shed a little Kris Jenner tear? Or? She did. Oh. I think she did. She's still a little scorned. She'll still pull the original manager card at times. Oh, like, all the time. I'm the original Constantly. manager. That <laughs> happens, at, like, once, once a time we're with her. Elisa, how the hell do you play the drums and harmonize? <laughs> I, th- I don't I don't understand this because um, do you guys know the band La Luz no okay they're an all-girl band in LA and my friend is the drummer and, and harmonizes but what the hell I, bet, I mean yeah like you do it and you do it really well you a lot of the times I don't a lot of times like, they'll turn around and I've shoved my mic okay. like, what the hell you gotta see no, yeah. we have we have coached her and trained her like she'll get the evil eye from me turning around oh, turn and from Kenna Kenna will turn around and be like well, it's because I'm just, I can't by myself and sound so wimpy. <laughs> I know. It's like, it is it is challenging to to drum and sing, honestly. I used to be more nervous that I wouldn't sound good when I was younger because I'm moving so much. But mm-hmm. now it's more just, honestly, like the mic stand is just in my way. So like, there's no way annoying. to fix that. Wait, what if you got one of those like Garth Brooks things? I know. If I just get she a go in. <laughs> did you hear, did you hear that, fans? Did you hear hard, that? Like Phil Collins? Please. Amazing. I was somehow... <laughs> found myself watching like really old One Direction videos yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, we were a little too old for that, I feel like, when okay. it came out. Or maybe we weren't, but we, we just weren't really like- We were in the heat of it. We just we didn't weren't like super it. into yeah. like boy groups, mm-hmm. uh, besides the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, so we weren't super into One Direction, but I was watching them the other day, like love them, and I was like checking it out. And Niall has all the time, because he's playing guitar all the time. He has one of those mics, so. Oh my gosh. It's me. We got you, family. It's me, yeah. Like maybe jeweled or something, or yeah, like a, a crazy that. color, or something. like a Hannah Montana jeweled I'll have it yes. out. situation. Please do. Then, then there's no, there's no excuse. You're just like, I really gotta do this now. Yeah. God damn it! I shouldn't have told him I could sing. I should have been related to one of them. You guys have been all over the place since the beginning of February. Touring and everything has been selling out, and that's so amazing do you remember cities or is it kind of like a and not not in any way that you are disrespectful about it but just like in out in out in out when it comes to places um we remember them when we come back to cities we're like oh remember that time sometimes takes a little more of a memory jog just because it's a very weird thing to be in a city for less than 24 hours yeah Yeah. sure i feel like i can always think of a city and like i just have like a vibe from my experience there like Mm -hmm. i always remember Mm -hmm. i'm like that place is kind of painted that way for me whether that was super positive or like kind of weird yeah. So I feel like most places are positive because we're usually playing shows, but then some of them are kind of awkward. But yeah, just I feel wait, like what was it, that word? Uh, I just said awkward, like oh, awkward. Okay, okay. <laughs> I feel like this being our headlining tour, though, it's so unforgettable. Yeah, like mm-hmm. every city has been so amazing because it's our first time headlining in the United States. So mm-hmm. I think this is a tour that we definitely won't ever forget. Yeah, yeah, this for tour sure. has been super memorable. I feel like this is the first tour too where like we've hit. How many tours have we gone? Is this our sixth tour? Um, this is the six. Yeah, where it feels three. like there's too many to remember, like yeah. every single time no, we've been to a city. Wow. I'll just wake up, panic, and not know what city I'm in. Yeah, I feel like this tour, I've been 
doing that more. Wait, have you done that on stage? Isn't that like the the number one like oh, faux yeah. pas on stage? Like, I don't, we have it written. I don't understand like, how people I? do that. Like I don't understand how you get on stage and you're just like a say a fully different city than yeah. you. Is yeah. it on top of the set list? Yeah. Once you've we been up on for a minute, you know what I mean. You know, you where at you least are. know the name, yeah. right? Even if you're unsure yeah. of your surroundings, you know the name of the city. Yeah. I think but, it's harder or like scarier to remember on a like a radio station name. Yeah, sure. that's like, sure. like you'll Sheer play panic. radio events and then it's like, oh, because you don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings or act like it's not important to you. I mean, something. it's all four letters it's that are weird like, together. Yeah, a different four numbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I have been in full panic when having to remember a radio station. <laughs> you know what's so funny is the, the radio host is always like that with the names of everybody in the band too. So <laughs> everybody like, even if it like, doesn't, we're all, like, we're all just like, hi, nice to meet you. Now I've kind of gotten it out of the way pretty early early to be like remind me of your name again i'm like i'm not gonna sit here and not know your name right like yeah. that's yeah. the worst yeah, i gotta just be like yeah. what's up what's your name if there's a discreet way that i can figure out your name we'll take that route but <laughs> gotta ask sometimes everyone should have name tags all the time 24 yeah. 7 it's like a reality show where their names i don't care if it's been on for 20 something seasons every time the kardashians are up it's like kim, kim. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. we know who that is <laughs> everybody knows who that is after this tour cycle after you get i don't even know how long of a break it's probably not a very long one probably not much right yeah what's next for the band what's next for the aces more music honestly we might be diving straight into a creative phase where mm -hmm. we're gonna be writing a lot more music mm -hmm. so lp2 we have taking a music? little break from touring for like a bit here yeah. Not what's it what's a bit never too a long but maybe months. like a few months yeah. oh, good. maybe you never know though because like I feel like in this industry, it's like if when opportunities present themselves, you hop on board and yeah. they're, yeah. you know, it's always last minute. It's always mm -hmm. like, That's hey, true. do you guys want to do this? Like with the Five Sauce tour, it was yeah. like very last minute. They didn't choose their opener until I think like a few weeks before they went out. Yeah. Yeah. If like, there's one thing think? I've learned, it's that you can have an idea of what's going to happen and something You'll always never comes know, up. Really. Yeah. Like it always changes. But yeah. we are definitely going to carve out some time to to dedicate to our creative process in, in the next little bit because we feel like it's our album's coming up on a year yeah. mm -hmm. being a year old but also we're just we feeling all... so juiced me and Chris were just talking about this yesterday and like I just want to write a song like right now like we're so ready is there stuff sitting around in like the ether oh, yeah. yeah we have we have some stuff done but that's the thing is like as artists we always talk about it's like maybe our album might be almost a year old but to us it's like way older because we were sure. with those songs way before they were released mm -hmm. in public so we've already been like writing and like what's the next phase of the aces like as i feel like as an artist you're constantly like what's next what's next what's next mm -hmm. you know because you want to be constantly put, expressing yourself putting out your music and and letting everyone hear it so that's going to be a big part of this next little chapter i've been playing you guys all week uh you're the best well knowledge your music is the best <laughs> it's real easy when it's one of those situations where you're like this song is amazing Oh, Go check out this page. Thank you. So. Nice. We yeah. appreciate the support. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and then next time when you have new music, please come back. Oh, yes. we will. oh my gosh. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank the you. Aces. Thank you. It's Jordan Silver and Friends in the morning on 96.5. The Buzz. There's a lot of news. And now the news. Today is Pi Day 314. Instagram is finally back up. I mean, Facebook is too, but no one uses Facebook anymore. Am I right? Also, all Boeing 737 Maxes have been grounded in the U.S. Weezer sells out. Madison Square Garden. This has been the wettest winter in 131 years in Kansas City. And in a few days, we may beat the record for the most days since it's reached 65 degrees in Kansas City history. And finally, in Independence, the Independence Police have added their first ever 
therapy dog to his ranks. You thought that you had the goodest boy. I mean, this pup will sniff out crime and listen to your marital problems. I wonder if he can prescribe things. It is Jordan Silver and Friends on 96.5 The Buzz, and I am here with actually two friends. Two friends. Jeremiah Watkins. Hey. You've done, you're a comedian. Yes. Is that always like a weird intro? Like, hey, you're a comedian. Do they automatically think that you're supposed to just say something funny? Yeah, I think so. I, and I'm just like kind of waiting like, yes, I'm a comedian. And what else? Are you about to say something else? You have very nice hair. Oh, thank you. And you worked here before. I used to work. They didn't even tell you. Yeah. I used to work here 11 years ago. What did you do here? <laughs> I used to screen calls. I was uh, I was on-air talent. My, uh, my radio name was Stedman here. Wow. I'm writing that down. I'm going to Google later. Yep. Look up Stedman, any of you diehard Buzz fans, if you remember back in the day. Jeremiah Watkins, Stedman. Yeah, I was Stedman because uh, the way I got the job was uh, I had a music video that was called A Love Ballad for Oprah. And uh, the former host of the show, he loved it. And he's like, we're going to call you Stedman. And I was like, yeah, you are. (laughs) As long as I'm on the air, I don't care. I I was like, you can call me whatever you want, dude. Right. I got, I got, I got able, I was able to pick my own, which is great, which is great. Uh, And then we are here also joined by Dustin Kaufman. Hello. Hello. And you, oh, I, I, Mm. (laughs) stuff's still kind of secret. Yes. No. No, I'm the comedy club of Kansas City at uh, uh, 103rd and State Line. Yep. Uh, and that, yep, we're doing that. It's, we're doing it. I'm so excited. That's why I'm here. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But first off, obviously, you are from here, yeah. Jeremiah. Where'd you grow up? What? Where'd you go to school? Yeah, I grew up in uh, the Overland Park area, and uh, I went to uh, Blue Valley High School. So, but, yeah. What were you like in high school? What was I like? Uh, I was that guy who, uh, I was on a show called Tiger TV. I was the, I loved uh, <laughs> making short films and videos and sketches and, and making comedy videos and stuff like that. And I played sports. I did, I was kind of friends with uh, all, all the groups. Mm-hmm. I, I loved theater. I loved uh, playing sports, but I also loved, uh, you know, being uh, the anchor on Tiger TV. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. So you were here and doing the Kansas City comedy scene before you decided to move to L.A.? Is that I right? was taking classes at uh, just uh, in high school, and then um, I got my two-year degree at Johnson County Community College. Ooh, Shout out. What yeah, up? what up? <laughs> uh, and I was taking improv classes in every performance kind of class there and uh, got my arts degree, and then I was like, you know, I'm going to head out to L.A. That's that's all I need. <laughs> Do you feel like taking classes is... A necessity? Do you feel like it's important? Or do you feel like for anybody that wants to do comedy, what do you feel about I always recommend improv classes, even if people are going to just be stand-up comedians. uh, I think it's a great way to just kind of become more confident and more comfortable and experiment, really. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people, like, take an improv class. Like, what, you know, like, why not? Yeah, it's like games. Yeah, and it helps your public speaking, too. Like, there's a lot of pros. Yeah. Yep, yep. I met my wife in an improv class, so I'm, I I love, yeah, I love it. Oh, it's amazing. Do you remember your first show here in Kansas City? Uh, Because you're headlining for the first time, so I'd like to go all the way back to number one. Uh, One of my first sets was just like a probably a guest spot at the old Stanford and Sons Club. Okay. And, yeah, had uh, so so much family <laughs> come out for that guest spot. Did and you it, make jokes about them? Uh, no, I wasn't okay. confident enough at, at that time. Now I do. Okay. Now I definitely do. Are and they pissed? 
No, uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, they'll be they'll be finding out some of the newer material about them this weekend. So wow, yeah. wow. Okay, <laughs> are you staying with them this weekend? I am. So Uh-oh. that could be an awkward uh, morning after. You know, what I'm always about? is. Hey, always sorry about is. The, that show last night. <laughs> so I saw that you've done many, many, many things. You were on Roast Battle, Kill Tony, and Crashing on HBO as just a couple of the things that you've done. Yeah. So what was your motivation to move out to Los Angeles, when did it happen in your career and, and what was the reason? Sure. Uh, well, like I said, I played a, a bunch of sports and stuff in uh, in high school. And I think that coming from Kansas and it being such like a sports state, mm-hmm. you kind of hope like at one point, like, I'm going to go pro at one of these things. Wait, uh, what sport, by the way? I need to know. Uh, basketball. Okay, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a very tall gentleman. I'm a tall, I'm a tall, I'm a tall glass of water. Mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, That's so, married, ladies. Uh, ladies. And gentlemen. Back off. Mm-hmm. LaCroix now, all right? <laughs> I'm very <laughs> I'm very calm in the scene. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think everybody wants to kind of like like go to college maybe to, to play college ball or, or something like that. I grew up in the theater, though, so mm-hmm. I grew up performing, and it was one of those things where – one of the things that helped push me over the top was I got cut from the basketball team in high school, and I was like, "Well, I've always wanted to to perform, and I always want to be like an actor or a comedian." And that like really pushed me. Like I'm like, "This is gonna be my thing." Like mm-hmm. I, I like you know, every once in a while something comes your way, and you either make the most of it, and you get re- or you get really down on yourself. You're like, "Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna give up." So stuff like that like pushes you and motivates you. And and another thing that happened also was I was working here at the Buzz mm-hmm. and the former host of the show back in the day mm-hmm. she literally said you will never work for me on air while I'm here and she was here for a very long time yes she and was. uh that was one of the best things that could have happened because it pushed me out of Kansas City a little bit faster I go oh I don't have a career here in Kansas City mm-hmm. doing radio I was like doing on air stuff uh for like a year year and a half here and then she came in and she's like you'll never work for me because you work for that other guy and I go, okay, well, this is a great motivating factor to get my butt out to L.A., you know? Wow, because Kansas City is this great area. Like, I moved here from L.A. I did kind of the reverse yeah. that you did. And uh, there's so many good groups here. So it, there is the ability to grow and learn a new craft here sure. while you're doing it. But it, there is also a certain point. You know, it is just as, as big as it is, it's also small as it is. So uh, as somebody that has lived out there. I would like to know what your expectations of Los Angeles was when you originally moved out there and then what it's really like. I know, uh, right? I know. I know. That's a fun question. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, I moved out there at 20. So uh, and, you know, this uh, this summer I'll have been out there for 10 years. Congratulations. Thank you. When I was there for four, four years, I did. I don't remember how many months it was, but I was like, I was able to pay rent for X amount of months. That's how I how I celebrated it. Because so for 10 years, you're able to pay rent successfully in Los Angeles for 10 years. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm super grateful that uh, I've been doing comedy full time since 2012. That's amazing. And yeah, I was working at Starbucks and just like just hustling as much as I could doing random gigs. Uh, But yeah, now I'm able to to do it with with just comedy, which is amazing. But uh, yeah, uh, when I moved out there, I definitely had that, you know, Kansas sparkle in my eye where I was like, this is going to happen really quick. You know what I mean? Oh, which a lot of people, which a lot of people do, like right. they, they they move out there and it's it's a crushing city because yes. it's a quick realization. You're like, oh, I'm in way over my head. Yeah, 
Yeah. There's so much that nobody told me anything about that I'm having to learn by failing out here. Absolutely. Totally. I, uh, when I moved out there, it was interesting because the month, I mean, the terms for rent were starting at three months mm-hmm. at, in apartments. And you're like, three months? Come on, what? And it's once you've lived there for five minutes, you're like, yes, I know why. Now I'm only committed to you for three months. Yeah. And now I have to go home to my mommy. Yeah, no, there's a lot of that where I have I've met so many cool people that do not last out there. They, mm-hmm. they, it just, it's so difficult where it's just hard to sustain mm-hmm. out there and just keep on living to even be able to pursue your dream. Like even if you're hustling with other jobs and stuff like that, it's still hard to just like stay in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you need to keep so many jobs just to be able to survive and then do your passion Yeah, on top of it, find the energy to do your passion, get to your passion from yeah. point A to point B. Yeah. And a lot of the, like the, the, the catch 22 of a lot of like comedians slash actors out there is okay. You need to be doing stand up at night, you know, you mm-hmm. need to be, you working on your craft, but during the day, you need to be working. Right. But that's when all you, the auditions are. Mm-hmm. So that was that was for years. It's like it's been a juggle. You know, it's like, OK, how do I get to th- these auditions but still pay bills? And, and then also I still need to be like becoming better as a comedian at night. So there's there's not enough time in the day. Never sleep. Yeah. Never sleep. So I didn't. Those first three years, I was literally sleeping like two, three hours a night. What was that thing? Because L.A. is just Soul crushing. That's the way yeah. to do it. You have to just keep like believing in yourself, and maybe that's the answer to this. But what was that thing inside of you that kept you positive? Because that's it. I mean, you go out there, and it depends on what you look like. Yeah, it, it's all the yeah. things that they teach you in school. It's the opposite of what they teach you in school that you should be proud of. You know, it's what you look like. It's who you know. It's who you're related to. <laughs> that's very true. So, so what is it like to be a regular human being out there? And what was that thing that kept you going? Honestly. Uh, I never, I never made a backup plan. I was like, okay. there's no, there's not like, I'm going to give this a try. <laughs> that, that's, I was like, that's impossible. That's already you're, you're going to fail if you're like, okay, I, I'm going to give this six months. I also, I never put a time limit on, on that. I think that's the biggest like fail that somebody can put on themselves. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a go for not like what, like. Anybody that's a professional, anybody who's successful in their craft, who has like a rocket scientist is like going like, yes, I just compared (laughs) comedy to rocket (laughs) science, guys. Yes. Uh, You know, they give that. I'm going to give it three months. I'm going to see how much I can learn. And no, like figure out the theory of relativity. Yeah. yeah, Let's just let's give it a shot real quick. You're so right. You're so right. Uh, That's kind of like what SoundCloud rappers do. You know, they get their faces all tattooed up so they can't get other jobs. So they have to be SoundCloud rappers. Right, right. Do you, do you dabble in the music? Uh, I do, actually. I have a music comedy duo called Reagan and Watkins, which uh, my buddy Pat Reagan uh, from uh, the Eric Andre show, he will be featuring for me this weekend mm-hmm. in Kansas City. And then uh, we're going to be closing out the shows with uh, some Reagan and Watkins action. And uh, we're about to release our debut music comedy album together. Incredible. Uh, for anybody that's listening that wants to get into comedy in Kansas City, even the very beginning, what's some advice that you would give them and what's some steps that you would... Yeah, there's. I would. I would recommend taking an improv class mm-hmm. if you can. Uh, there's some uh, open mics in the city that you should just start doing. Like that's one of those things where people try to delay it because it's something scary. But if scary. if it's a passion of yours, just get up and do it. Like the worst that's going to happen is you're not going to do well. That's mm-hmm. literally the worst. Right. Like, it's not like this soul crushing thing 
that that it's going to haunt you forever. Like you just have to do it and throw yourself from the deep end. Yeah, it's very positive. People don't because it's so scary to go up there with the microphone and hi, here's my thoughts. I don't know what the crowd's been through. Uh, I don't know what offends them, but here I go. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. But open mics, especially around here, very positive. Yeah. I've been to a couple people just to watch. People want you to to. They're happy that you're even getting up there. Like, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. yeah let's Mad get, props. Let's give this person a shot. <laughs> Hell yeah, because I couldn't do that. That's yeah. basically what they're thinking. Uh, we also have in the studio Dustin Kaufman, who is the owner. Owner of the comedy club. Yep. Yes, yes. Can you tell me a little bit more about when this is all opening up and everything? Yeah, we are uh, looking right uh, first week of April. Um, we We went through a little construction hell. Um, oh, and it's no. a com- well, it's okay, just some archetype. But everything's on, everything's moving forward. Everything's good. We're passing inspections, and everything's going the direction it needs to go. What's the social media? Or how can people research? You uh, you we are across the board at thecomedyclubkc.com. Facebook, man, we we could not be more grateful for the following that we have gotten on on Facebook and the excitement and just the general like you know I guess excite passion that people have for you know. We're probably at 5,000. We're right about 5,000 followers, and these are all, like, local. Damn, before you open. We haven't even opened the doors yet, man. I'm telling people are lit, and we are excited because it's been a long time. There's a lot of faces in the comedy world that Kansas City hasn't been getting. And just to have, like, a new, fresh face of comedy out south, people are, I think people are as excited as we are. Do you think in a in a political climate like this, people need comedy more than ever? I hope so. Okay. <laughs> That's otherwise, what you're banking on. Otherwise, I should have opened a carpet store. <laughs> hey, I like carpet, too. <laughs> Jeremiah, if you make a lesbian joke, I'm going to kill you. No, no, I had to withhold. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremiah Watkins, you are in town. This is going to be the first time that you headline in Kansas City. Yeah. Could you tell me a little bit more about when the show is and... Yeah, it is uh, this Friday and Saturday at the Buffalo Room. It's in Westport, and uh, the shows are at 7.30 p.m. and 10 p.m. Tickets on the website? Yeah, uh, yeah, you can get tickets online at thecomedyclubkc.com. They will be available at the door, although there is limited seats. It's a nice little intimate 100-seat showroom there in the back of the flea market, and we already, you know... Uh, we, we booked Jeremiah, obviously, for the club. You know, he's somebody that I knew from my time in L.A. and from seeing him on stage, you know, and we talk about the credits he has at the beginning, the, the roast battle, this or that. Mm-hmm. For me, it's what I see him on stage. Those help as a club owner, but to me, it's the Montreal Comedy Festival. It's the South by Southwest. It's the art that he brings to the stage, and that's what we want to bring through the comedy club. That's what we want to bring to Kansas City. You know, Kansas City hasn't seen him headline, but I have, and I've seen him work. And it's it's not like he's a new comic, right? It's just he is he, and he's he's from here, and we have a crop of people like this, like Jeremiah, just artists mm-hmm. on stage who will bring that passion. And you know, it's 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 important to us. I talked to a lot of club owners and comics about new clubs opening up. The new clubs that were successful, what they were doing differently versus new clubs that were failing. Mm-hmm. Verbatim, it was the clubs who tried to earn the trust um, and prove themselves as funny instead of trying to get rich out of the gate. Those mm-hmm. are the ones that are successful. Absolutely. And and is, integrity over anything. And I, that's something I carry because I have mm-hmm. that passion for comedy. You know, I, it's really important to me to have that on stage. So. Mm-hmm. 
to bring Jeremiah in. And so, you know, we got to the point where, like, man, our doors aren't going to be open. And, you know, we already had a lot of tickets sold, you know. And, again, he's from here. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to bring him in. And he's like, let's, you know, we're like, we can find another venue. And Jeremiah was as is, is into it as we were, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we just we wanted to do the show. We're excited to have it. We're grateful that uh, that the Buffalo Room opened their doors. They cleared their schedule for us, man. That's they, awesome. They, I mean, we could not be more grateful, uh, you know. So that I can tell, besides the credentials and besides the fact that you've been living out in L.A. for 10 years, is, is already just such a phenomenon. Uh, I always like having real conversations with comedians. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you don't come in just like doing your little. Let's get it. That, that, that. Yeah. No, no. Like, let's have a real. <laughs> Do some bits right now. <laughs> yeah, it, like comedy comes from the heart and the soul, and sometimes you just don't want to, you know, you want to just have a real conversation. I feel like. So. Yeah, well, I, I'm uh, I'm super appreciative to be here, and uh, this is a big deal for me. It's very, it's going to be a very special weekend uh, because I've literally worked my way up from hosting and doing guest spots and featuring back here, like every, you know, every so often, every few years, uh, to this uh, coming back. And headlining my first weekend so this is special and I'm, I'm bringing a buddy with me to feature so it's one of those things where uh going off of what dustin said uh no sh- two shows that you see of mine are going to be the exact same mm-hmm. i have an improv and stand-up background and i lean on both of those whenever you come see me so if you s- come see two shows this weekend you're going to see two completely different shows do you have any topics besides your family that you're definitely going to hit on do you have any kansas city jokes no, I don't want to cure them now because that's what they pay for. But, <laughs> but do you bring anything from the city out to your sets? I I talk about being from from Kansas in the, in the Midwest uh, a little bit here and there, but I don't do like any typical like Dorothy jokes or anything like that. Okay. Like because I I've heard them all yeah. and I'm so like I I groan inside every time I hear them living out in L.A. like mm-hmm. any kind of Kansas stuff. So. I'm not gonna do that to Kansas, baby. I'm from here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that to y'all. Come on. <laughs> Jeremiah is one of the most unique people, characters, and personalities you will ever see walk on a comedy stage. It, 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 he it, he really is. It's just it's something. It's a it's a it's a it's a fresh taste that you just haven't seen before. If I mean the closest I could have just as animated as you are and everything. It's just like a modern day funnier version, uh, a smarter version of what a Jim Carrey would be back in the day. Just because he's damn. How does that feel to hear Jeremiah Watkins? That's that's pretty high praise. Tickets still available this weekend. Because it's from what I mean, and from what I, it's the physical, but mixed with a very smart addition to it. I mean, right? I mean, am I am I off on this? Uh, I when people are are nice like Dustin, uh, I've heard. uh, Oh God, uh, I've I've heard that about myself. Uh, I get compared to uh, like. A, a modern uh, Jim Carrey or like a Steve Martin, uh, they, they're big influences on me. Like Thank those are my guys. Man. Like uh, as far as stand-up comedy go, Chris Farley on the improv side. You know, mm-hmm. those are my guys. Those are and your guys. Big physical presences on stage, and uh, you know, watching something unique. And since you've worked in radio, I know that you're not going to tell me all the bad stuff because if you start using those words, I got to hit the dump button. We can only do it so oh, many yeah. times. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> Jeremiah, where can people find some videos or anything to check you out before? They come to the show on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Uh, on social media, I'm at Jeremiah Standup. Just super easy. Jeremiah Standup. And I've got a ton of Instagram videos and Twitter. Did you just and, record you know, a YouTube. music video with Polly Shore? I did. Yeah. Oh. Uh, 
uh, Reagan and Watkins, we uh, we just uh, recorded a, a music video called Stepdad with Pauly Shore. Maybe we can play the song later. I don't know. It's, it, maybe. We'll see. And, uh, yeah, that's featuring our, our buddy Pauly Shore, and Pauly plays my stepdad. In, uh, in that music video. So it's a, it's a fun, good time. All right. All right. Cool. What, what would you do if you woke up and uh, you went over to your mom's house and Polly Shore was your stepdad? <laughs> what, would, what would your reaction be? I, She's at a loss for words, folks. I am. <laughs> I, are we in the army now? That's, why, that's why you got to see this music video. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeremiah Watkins and Dustin Kaufman, owner of the Kansas City Comedy Club. I'm, I'm very excited for you to come in more, Dustin, and bring some more talent thank in here. Thank you for, thank you, Jordan. J-S-A-F. Jordan Silver is fine. It stands for Jordan Silver and Friends. Tomorrow morning, the KC Pet Project coming in. They've got a huge announcement that is going to bring us cat people even more together. I think that's all that I can say. 8.30 tomorrow morning. Huge announcement from the KC Pet Project. Hello, Jeremy, can you hear me? Good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm tired, how are you? I'm, I'm not as tired as you must be. <laughs> tell me, tell me everything. How did last night go after you were done in your room? I actually left the room, believe it or not. Really? Oh, I hear the cracking. After noise. I took a break. Oh yeah, a little bit. I took a, a uh, little nap and then I went and saw our very own The Get Up Kids last night. That's right. I saw videos on your Instagram. That's right. It was very weird seeing our friends that we've known for years playing a show in Texas. It was very strange, really? but it was awesome. The place was packed, people were singing, it was great. How did you like going out into the South by Southwest world? Since, <laughs> well, since everybody's coming to you. Well, I mean, I've been coming to this festival for 12 plus years now. This is my 12th, I think this is my 12th year at South by Southwest. So I've done the whole, the whole thing. I've done the uh, outside world. The inside world is nice too, but it is nice to get out of the room every once in a while. Okay, because I'm such like an like a homebody when it comes to things that <laughs> I would be like, oh my god, every every year that I get older, I'll make it make it less like that. So uh, you saw the Get Up Kids last night. Did you do anything else? No. <laughs> but you were probably the only responsible person in all of Austin, Texas, and went home. And yeah. Went well, and the funny thing is, so right outside my hotel room is this place called Cheer Up Charlie's. So I heard so many bands last night. The Beths, I heard the Beths last oh, night. Yes. They played across the street because it sounds like this venue is inside my hotel room. Aww. So really, I don't have to leave even when everything is done because I can still watch shows outside. It's amazing. <laughs> wow. How's Last Cause doing? <laughs> He's good. He got some sleep. He was a little sleep-deprived yesterday, so he was just kind of laying low and taking it all in. But I'm going to make him jump in full force. Did you hear his interview with K-Flay yesterday? I didn't. I heard about it, though. <sighs> he totally fangirled, and it was the cutest thing. I thought he was going to cry. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Is, can we hear that somewhere? Did the-, uh, the video is up on uh, our website, I believe, 965thebuzz.com. If not, it's on uh, the Buzz YouTube page. That's amazing. That's amazing. So who are you going to have him? Are you going to have him talk to anybody on your schedule today? 
I mean, whoever he wants to. Today we've got, um, we're going to start it off here a little bit after 10 o'clock with Jocelyn and Chris Arndt. I have no idea who these people are, but it should be fun to make new friends. Mm -hmm. uh, Lily stopping by, Simmel, Dylan Cartledge. I did see him last night. You guys are going to fall in love with Dylan Cartledge. Super excited about that one. Uh, Sir Sly coming by today, Broncho, and then, of course, our boys, Hembry. will be here as well. Wow. Did anybody jump on the bed with the beer yesterday? <sighs> um... I don't remember. What? Maybe what Matt, Matt Pryor did a little bit from the Get Up Kids. Um, it was just a lot of sleep-deprived people yesterday because a lot of people drove through the night oh, damn. last night to get here for the start of the music portion. So today may be a little bit different since everyone's gotten a little bit of sleep and had a little bit of party in them so far. Okay, I remember listening to your first, the first time you talked on the radio for your show yesterday and you said something about your brain having a little bit of a fart and you were having a beer already. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. Did you do that? I haven't cracked one open yet, but we're getting close. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, <sighs> anything else going on? Is there something that you're going to go to after all the interviews today? <sighs> What is happening today? I don't even know what's going on today. Okay, okay. I don't know what's happening. I think Hembry's playing tonight, which is good, so I'll probably get out of the hotel to go see another Kansas City band, which is fun. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we get invited to today when all these friends stop by. Oh, wow, wow. Is there anybody coming up that you're just super excited to meet, maybe for the first time? Who on here have we not met already? Broncho, I'm kind of excited to meet. Um, and Dylan Cartledge, I'm really excited to sit down with him. Well, because I, you, he seems him very a interesting. Times that we're gonna fall in love with him. What is what is what does he sound like? Oh, um, think the Cure, but updated with a little bit more funk. Dylan Cartledge. Dylan Cartledge. Wow. All right. He's adorable. You're going to love him. Oh. So uh, I'm going to go eat my Evolve breakfast. Thank you, Evolve, for sending us with food. I've got my CS Bev Miller Coors in the cooler. We are good to go, ready for day two. And what, what are you putting up on the Internet? I see that the hashtag is live from Jeremy's room. Um, we're trying to keep up with all the social medias. Obviously, yesterday with the social media blackout. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it was a little difficult, but yeah. there's some stuff up on Instagram, definitely. We'll try to stay up on that today. But really, 965thebuzz.com is going to be your best bet. Every video, everyone that comes in, we take a video. We're putting it up there as fast as we can. Uh, the Wi-Fi signal here, a little spotty oh, just bet. because there are a billion people. So we're trying to get it updated as much as we can. But we do have this cool thing, and I'm going to share these pictures today now that everything thing is up we have this awesome Coors Light light up sign okay. that we've been having all of the bands doodle on and then taking pictures of it so we'll get those pictures up for you here in just a little bit as well what are we gonna do with the sign I don't know I haven't decided yet are we gonna give maybe give it out or are we gonna keep it here uh, we'll probably keep it because okay. what we're doing is we're letting everyone have the entire sign taking a picture of it and then erasing it oh okay gotcha gotcha yeah wow yeah, glad I'm not there because you know I don't know the difference between a permanent marker and a felt well, that is true. That is right. You've ruined many a whiteboard. <laughs> I know. It's gone now. All right. So 10 o'clock is going to be the first time that you talk to somebody this morning after yes. you have your breakfast. Jocelyn and Chris aren't. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. All right. Cool. All right. Have a good one. I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. It's the buzz. Keys. Check. Phone. Check. Wallet. Check. Jordan Silver and Friends. Check. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.